Hello, my name is Lauren Patterson, your host and guiding light to self-love. I am the author of Amazon bestseller, Freeing Your Heart for Love, and founder of a nonprofit to help people challenged with abuse and depression. The intention of this podcast show is to inspire and encourage you through my experiences and those of my guests that you can discover self-love and true happiness for yourself. My guest today is Kalina Powell. Kalina is a young entrepreneur who loves to help people with their personal growth and educate others about the deaf community. Little do people know Kalina is actually a hard of hearing person. She became deaf at the age of four. She recently graduated with a psychology degree and is now starting her own online coaching business while launching her own book. Hi, Kalina. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Great. Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate your time and welcome to Show Up in Love. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being so patient today. Yes. Uh, I'm practicing patience a lot in my life and it's getting better with everything in my life. So, but thank you. So can you share, Kalina, what happened to your hearing at the age of four? Definitely. I'm so... I'll just keep a shred of grief. Um, so basically, I lost my hearing due to an ear infection. However, my family prescribed an eardrop for me, and there was a specific instruction. Mm-hmm. So at the time, I actually was attending to daycare. So when my mom went to the daycare, told the staff members how to properly put the eardrop in my ears, and they said, okay, they got it, they understood, and... However, the same day I be, I went home, I went in front of the TV, and I would I didn't realize the TV was loud actually, and um, my mom literally came and tapped on my shoulder and said, "Clean, I've been calling you," and I said, "Wait, what?" And she's uh, and I looked at her dead in the face, like don't know what's happening. I don't even know what was happening to my mom, and she looked at me furious, like what is going on? And mm. she called my grandma. Uh, at the time, my grandma was a nurse, luckily, and my grandma called, and she called my family doctor to figure out what was happening, and so my family doctor said, come the next day so we can take a look at it. So I went to the family doctor the next day, and they broke the news to both of my mom and my grandma, saying that I'm so sorry, there's nothing we can do, Kalina is deaf. Wow. And you were four, right, at that time? Yes. And so from that young age, I know that you've probably had some challenges with the disability, but how did you overcome the challenges like as you got older and into your teens and everything? Uh, so basically, my family put me in two separate schools, one mm-hmm. school for the deaf and one school for the hearing. Mm. So it was really cool because I was able to learn how to communicate and um, learn how to, I guess, advocate for myself in different ways. So I get that build my confidence even more and learn how to, to um, I get ex- explore to different community mm-hmm. in a way. So I was able to learn from both community how can I do better for myself. And however, I actually stopped going to the deaf school for since I was in grade four ish, mm-hmm. and then I went to the air school full time. So that's when I lost my ASL. And because the hand school did not have any 
courted that teach it uh, like the second language, for example, French right, or Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. And so I lost my ESL when I went to the hearing school, unfortunately. It's very difficult because I was so like confused, like why can I not bring my community with me to the hearing community? And when I got older, I started to realize that the world are different in the hearing community versus the deaf community. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to meet people that were kind and caring. I had a really great support of families and friends, especially because I did struggle a lot in the hearing school more than anything else because I felt like teachers were not acceptable how they thought they would have. I had to be consistent advocating for myself, especially at a young age who was 10 years old. Yeah. And I had to tell the teacher, like, I can't hear you. Or the teacher would call me across the classroom knowing that, what the? I might supposed to hear you from the other side. It was just ridiculous. It was sad. And a lot of teachers did not want to wear, like, a microphone for me because they felt uncomfortable. Mm. And so I had to have, like, a like a intelligent teacher, like a deaf and hard of hearing school board teacher that would come in and make sure that the classroom was acceptable for me. And a lot of teachers were not acceptable until I was there got into middle school, unfortunately. And I have been bullied a lot based on my speech. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was a very a lot of challenging when I was younger because, again, kids can be, you know, very difficult at times. They don't know better, right? We don't know any better. Yeah. So that's how I faced these challenges. And you had like a good support system, it sounds like, which is key. I just talked to a guest before you that talked about support. And that is so important, I think, when you go through challenges like this, especially. Exactly, yeah. If it wasn't for my family, honestly, I don't know where I'd be. Oh, I love that. I love close families. Like, I used to always date men that had close, because I'm not close with my family. So I used to always date men who were close with their family (laughs) because I wanted, you know, that family connection. So I would always seek that out in, in like the men I was dating. And thankfully they had close families. So I love that. I love the close family connection. So what inspired you to help others with their personal growth? Because I know you're a coach and you also educate people about the deaf community, which is so fascinating to me. Thank you. Um, I do a lot of work. Um, so, you know, the first thing I do, go on different podcasts, meet different people, mm-hmm. and teach people how to be accessible, especially a lot of, I would say 50, 60% of the time I'm on podcasts, they don't know how to put closed captions. So, that's how I'm teaching people how to put closed captions. As well, I actually have a lot of um, high influencers on Instagram, social media, any social media platform, mm-hmm. how to be accessible. And, you know, really reaching out to a lot of um, agency, trying to see how can we, like, be more acceptable. Um, that's why I've been, I'm an international speaker, too. So I do speak on a lot of inclusion, acceptability, and an inspirational story to the hand community. How can we do better? Yeah. And how can we learn from my story? How can we make a better decision for the future? So that's how I go around being acceptable and 
Oh, wow. That's so inspiring. And I know me and you met like last year and I was like, I have to get her on my podcast and life got in the way. And so I'm just thankful you're here because I was trying to get you for so long. I'm like, I need to get Kalina on here. (laughs) (laughs) And I love your handle. Like instantly I like fell in love with you because of your Instagram handle, like deaf queen boss is your handle, right? For Instagram. (laughs) I love that. That like, it, yeah. You inspired me so much when I first heard you speak because I was like, wow, she definitely does not let her disability get in the way because most people would, right? Like, give up. Yeah, it's hard. It's very hard. It's not easy. Um, like, I always tell people, especially us, you know, um, us disability community, I always tell them that, you know, it's not their fault, right? It's really just lack of education. That's the yeah. issue. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that. When we get older, right, mm-hmm. where do we go for resources? School. School do not teach us about disability, inclusion. How do we talk to people? They never really taught us the key tools of afterlife, of school, especially high school. They don't teach us so many things that I wish I could learn back in high school, but they never t- teach us those things. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So empowering what you're doing. I love that. So inspirational, too. <laughs> So why do you think it's important to take care of your mental health? And what do you do to practice self-love for yourself every day? Um, for me, mental health is super important just because I never really had someone to help me. Mm-hmm. I never had any reputation, reputation that looked like me. I did not have anything. And, and that's what inspired me to become a coach myself because I really did truly want to show that example to the disability community that no matter what we face in life, we can still achieve what we want to be. Even if we never meet someone that looks like ourselves, but it should not stop you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because there's not enough disability counselor, disability support as much as I wish there should be a lot more than with the hearing community, unfortunately. And so mm-hmm. for me, because that I would say disability community have a very huge number of mental health because we already dealing with so much. Mm-hmm. And I do have, you know, a family member that went through a really, really, really bad mental health and she didn't she didn't have anybody because she literally thought, you know, my family would be very gentlemental. And I guess because my grandmother who's very old fashioned and she found the Caribbean Island. So Caribbean Island's a very old-fashioned family. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's very, you know, and this is where the mental health comes in the picture, where no one talks about mental health. And that's why I really want to talk about it, especially being a deaf person. No one talks about it. So there's so many voices not being heard, and I feel like that's why mental health is so important for me. And secondly, what I do for my mental health, literally, is, have time management. A lot of us don't really always have time management. Mm-hmm. And make sure that every Sunday I am off. I'll do whatever it is not work-related. I make sure that I go get my nails done, get my hair done, go spend time with my little sister because she's going to be a teenager and I don't want to lose what I can, you know, be a big sister. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is definitely what I do for my mental health. I love that. And I also take one day off too, where I call it me and my husband day because because I'm always working. 
So <laughs> I have one day on the weekend where I just don't do anything and we just have our little date. We go out on a date every weekend. So I do that for my... It's very important, you know, because because I like you said, the time management, like you can get lost in that really like doing too much all the time. <laughs> and then it could become addicting, you know, like yes. you're like a workaholic. And I never want to be a workaholic. I used to be when I was making six figures. And now I just it's not worth it. I was so stressed out and crying all the time, like really affecting my mental health. So I yeah. like what you shared about the time management. That's important. Um, so I love asking this question to all my guests because, you know, there's so much people are doing like what you're doing in the world. So how will you show up and love for yourself and others? Um, you really have to take up yourself first before showing up for other people, because if you can't take up yourself, then how are you going to go to help other people? Mm -hmm. And for me, what I do is really like scheduling, have an agenda, I know a lot of people be like, oh, my God, you're crazy to have an agenda. Or, like, people look at me like I'm in high school or something. Like, <laughs> I am a <laughs> I'm like, uh, it's called time management. I like to keep organized. So, mm -hmm. I'm a very, you know, because I was, like, a workaholic, too, myself. Especially, like, I'm only 25 years old. And people are like, oh, my God, wait, you're 25. I'm like, yeah, I'm a little baby. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then people be like, oh, my God, Kalina, what? And I was like, yeah, like. And, you know, and I even, too, because I used to work so many jobs because I used to be so addicting to money. And I guess because of this whole social media and influence, and I was just, I was really crazy. And mm -hmm. that's what I was not, like, this is not my lifestyle I want. And um, I just need to realize that, take a step back. You know, I usually, before, I never really took a step back and realized that, I will be I will be burned out because sometimes when I'm really burned out, I actually get sick. And mm. little do people know that when you're really burned out, you get really sick. Your body just tells you're sick. So I try to avoid that as soon as possible. That's why I love my agenda and a time management and really showing up for others because that's how really how you show up for other people. I go mm. on my Instagram, create content connect with different people, especially on different different social media platforms like Facebook group, Clubhouse, Instagram, Twitter, and such. So it's very fascinating how social media can actually connect you with different people. Yeah. Social media could be a good thing and a bad thing. It just depends how you use it, right? Exactly. And I love what you like, what do you use for for time management? Like, do you have like a, a system that you use or a software? I actually use my time. Um, my I use my like a I have like a big whiteboard. I would say okay, and then so, and I write down like what I'm, my plan is for the day, mm. and then I cross out like what needs to be done, and I make sure I give myself at least two hour break before I do a next task. Oh, nice! I like that. Yeah, yeah. Before I do every new task, I always make sure I give myself at least an hour or two hours of a break. So that way nice. I'm not overwhelmed. Yeah, then you're not overwhelmed moving into the next one. You can clear your mind too for clarity and stuff. Exactly. I like that. And I and you're 25 years younger than me. Is that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I just turned 50. So like, wow, she is young. <laughs> 50. 50 and fabulous, I like to say. <laughs> 
I'm bragging about 50. You know, most people don't brag about their age as you get older, but I love turning 50. Like, I feel good. I'm going to rock my gray hair and just embrace who I am. And yeah, it's going to be a good 2023. Yeah, I'm going to even like get a new haircut. I mean, I'm just like, I've got all kinds of things planned for my 50s. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. I own it. Own it. I always tell everybody, own it. If I can own my deafness, you can own anything. Yeah. You know, the whole hair dyeing thing for those listening, it's like, I've been doing it since I was 18. And I was like, wow, this is a long time to be dyeing your hair. (laughs) you know and I just looked at myself in the mirror like a few days before I turned 50 I said you know what Lauren you can rock that gray (laughs) so the June 17th was the last time I dyed my hair I'm not doing it anymore so it's growing out now and I'm actually documenting the journey yes I'll keep you posted because because I'm probably going to post it on social media like the journey to the gray because it's it's it is a journey So many emotions, you know, and I need to like power through the, the, the feeling of wanting to go do it again, you know, because that is an addiction. I think dyeing your hair could be some type of addiction. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, I love, I love what you shared. And so Kalina, how can people find you? I'm going to post your, your Instagram on, you know, your handles on the show notes, but how can they find you if they want to work with you? Um, everybody can find me on my Instagram, which is Deaf Queen Boss, and Facebook, which is Kalina Powell. Um, if you are someone that don't have social media, because I know a lot of people don't have one, especially uh, um, adults, um, you guys can find me on my website, which is KalinaEmpowerment.com. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for your time. And I really appreciate everything you're doing in the world and keep shining your light and being that deaf queen boss girl you are. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I encourage you to come back for more love and inspiration. If you love this podcast show, please like and leave a review. Follow me on Instagram at show up and love to be updated on the upcoming shows until next time remember to love each other and choose love every day